Look, I can't remember what I was trying to plagiarize at the time. <laughs> Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horror Cast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at A to Z and by the Phantom Podcast Network. Take a minute and head on down to downrightcreepy.com slash phantom and check out all the other awesome shows the network has to offer. For example, you should check out the Nightmare Junkhead podcast, who most recently put together a pretty fucking awesome Halloween uh, playlist, which, spoiler alert, includes the track you just heard from the movie we're reviewing today. For now, though, you're here with us. I'm Jack, and seems to my right is Jake. It's getting late and I could use a drink, Jack. I could also <laughs> use getting back to Stranger Things, so let's keep this snappy. <laughs> And sitting next to Jake is someone else who has no Halloween spirit. It's Mark. Hello. Now, now, Mark, that's not true. I know you got the Halloween spirit, buddy. That's why you picked this fucking movie. That's true. Well, I was kind of forced to because it was the theme of the draft we were doing. <laughs> and speaking of this fucking movie, uh, for those of you unfamiliar with this Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week, we watched 1982's Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which was Mark's Halloween movie pick. And we'll get into that soon, which will be a lot of fun. But first, we've got to do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do beers for fears, but not before. Forgot something. Forgot something. Uh, We're going to spoil the shit out of the movie Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. As we talk about it, we might even spoil it with our beer selections. Fair warning on that. The movie's like 40 years old. All right. Beers for fears. Mark, what are your beers for these fears? Look, guys, we we all make mistakes. (laughs) I, I'm fallible, believe it or not. Oh, no. Uh, last week, <laughs> I accidentally drank the beer I was planning on drinking this week. <laughs> That'll happen. And I didn't feel like going back to the store to get it again. So pretend I'm drinking the epic pumpkin porter again. Yeah. It was delicious. Yep. Uh, if you have a chance, go find it. <laughs> what I'm actually drinking, still sort of relevant, I guess, but it's a kind of a cheap one. I'm drinking the uh, Ninkasi Oktoberfest. Sure. It is October, October. so... Boom, yeah. nailed it. Nice. Jake, yourself? Um, I'm drinking the last of the pumpkin beers that I'll have for this year. At this point, I've drank too much, frankly. It's the worst part of October. It's grown on me, though. Uh, <laughs> you guys know you don't have to purchase pumpkin beers. Nah, right? you do, though. You do. Uh, <laughs> this week, I have a different pumpkin beer. I have Pumpkin by Dogfish Head. Oh, yeah. Fits well. Nice. Yeah, not bad. Um. Mine's a little bit of a stretch. I didn't want to do the Oktoberfest so thing or the, Rainier the in there. pumpkin thing. No, I'm not drinking Rainier. California's close Rustler. to Mount Rainier-ish. <laughs> Rainier. I'm drinking Rustler IPA okay. Uh, okay. by uh, Payette Brewing here in Boise. Because you figure that a Rustler <laughs> is kind of like a sheep in the hen house situation. Or a fox in the hen house situation. <laughs> which is a sheep and hen wolf and notoriously wolf. don't I was along. thinking about a wolf in sheep's clothing, which is in disguise like the androids are in this movie. Is so there pretty perfect. Oh, is there God. such thing as a sheep in hen's clothing? A sheep in, yeah. A sheep in wolf's clothing in the hen house. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I think is what you're thinking of. But very common. In any case, very common. I think vernacular. I pretty much nailed it, as usual. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. 
But drinking beers isn't all we've done over the course of the last week. Um, we've also maybe watched some horror movies. Uh, I'm going to go first in uh, what's been rocking my horror world because I've got nothing. i got to tell you guys, it's been a brutal fucking week. I was barely able to watch this movie. Um, but you might I'm happy not to be have here. watched this movie, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be here talking horror with you boys. And uh, it's, uh, it's uh, the right way to end a shitty week. But I've got nothing else. Jake, do you? Uh, I have so much. Jack, me too. So much for you. Yes. Um, I really don't even know where to start. I'm probably gonna do sort of a lightning round with these, and I'll do one at the end that I've already I can tell overlaps with Mark, so we'll kind of tag team that one. Okay. First, Are you, is this an official lightning round? No. First, okay. rifled through lore, the TV show. It's on Amazon Prime now. It's okay. It gets stronger as it goes. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast lore, uh, it's basically the same stories, which you can't really blame him. Um, some interesting depth, I think, is added to what you would have heard in the podcast, primarily in the last episode, which is basically about the creepiness of dolls. It centers largely around that Robert the Doll fucking freak, that terrifying, thing is terrifying haunted doll down in St. Augustine, Florida. Yeah, yeah fuck that thing. That one was pretty cool, and I thought it went a lot deeper than some of the others. Like, the first episode, I was pretty sure it was just, like, the podcast, but with visuals. Uh, and then it tended to get a little <laughs> bit better as it went. So, Does, sure. I have a question. Does yeah. the cadence of the narrator get better? I've only seen the first episode. That's how sounds... he talks. That's his thing. Oh, Do you listen to the that's podcast? His, thi- his thing is sounding like he has a computer-generated voice. That's how he sounds. He speaks monotonously. Yeah. It's not... That's... No, 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 no. It, I, like, his, his timbre is fine. It's his... He has a... Very strange cadence. Um, yes, makes him sound like a robot. Is very unique. Okay, <laughs> so that doesn't very change. Unique. No, no, that's it. yeah, that's what you get. Woof. Interesting. Yep. Uh, I watched. So, Jake, I, I'm a fan of the podcast. Would you recommend the show to me? Yeah, I think so. Just be be aware that if you're going into it as a podcast listener, you will have heard the stories before. Okay. Um, Which makes it like optimal background fodder, right? Like, yeah, you know I, I, stories, I would recommend then... this as background. Um, the last one, though, did stand out for me. There was enough depth, enough depth added. Nice. Would okay. recommend if you have Prime, don't go out. I don't know if you can rent series. I don't know. Spending money. Get on Prime. It. What are you way. doing? Just get Prime. Just do it. It's great. Feed the Amazon's man. not making enough money without you. Yeah. Let Bezos in. Fuck it. <laughs> I watched XX. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I thought it was an okay one. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, liked the, it. I would agree with your guys' assessment that the coolest part was the frame, frame narrative. narrative-ish, <laughs> if that's what you want to call yeah. it. But that's really just kind of like the visuals you would get in a Tool music video. And Tool music videos <laughs> are cooler than that was. So you could just go watch Tool on YouTube. I mean, basically, dude, you could set that to any Tool song. Just splice out the frame narrative throw some tool on and you have what has been made by them for 10 of their music videos. So someone get uh, to work on that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. The shorts were better, better than it's better than average, but not by a whole lot. How about that? Um, Which was your favorite? That's a tough one. Probably the second one. The, I don't know the titles of these off the top. Is that the birthday party one? That yeah, is the birthday party one. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm the trying not one. to spoil this either. It's the it's the birthday party one. That was directed and scored by St. Vincent. Yeah. If you're not aware of who that is. Annie Clark is her actual name. Uh, it is called the birthday party. But that one I really liked. Uh, it was a delight, I guess you could say. 
It's a delight. <laughs> if if you yeah, it'd be kind of a weird way to assess it, but yeah. Um, and then I did like most of her only living son, which was the Karen Kusama one. I think mm. I just like the way she does tension. Didn't hate anything, but didn't think anything was a standout. So it is I'm it most is. curious what your thoughts were on. I think they're all basically straightforward, except for the very first segment, if I'm remembering, with a box. Yeah, the box was actually kind of cool. I like, that's my second favorite one, but it was yeah, also just bonkers. the most strange. I think I liked it because it was strange. I think that one was the most, like, dreadful, probably. In a good way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, literal sure. dreadful, I guess. Fair enough. Uh, worth worth a watch for sure. It's streaming on Netflix. Everyone has Netflix. You should watch it. It's not going to blow your socks off, but it's fine. Cool. My girlfriend was out here last weekend. This is Aww. the next thing. We did a few like October Halloweeny things. She has been the subject of some discussion regarding how she doesn't necessarily care for horror movies on this podcast. <laughs> Sure. That's so a we weird way you put a, that, but yeah, we watched some horror movies. Um, we actually she watched XX too. Uh, she thought the Kusama segment was pretty unnerving. She said she didn't like it because it was kind of scary. So there you go. There's a good lead into how this whole thing went. Fair. Um, we watched some movies, man. Uh, we watched Cabin in the Woods, which we had. Just, awesome. She basically picked out all the ones where we had like kind of made fun of like what she would rate the horror score for being the fear, the scare factor score. How'd we do? Um, we did okay. Not right. not that well. Um, That's the best I can hope for. Cabin in the Woods, she she enjoyed that movie. I, I think that, and she would admit herself, she some of it is lost on her because she's not a genre fan. Um, sure. But she did think that it was cool and kind of started to understand the meta aspect of it. She gave it a, I think, three and a half or a four on Scare Factor after having seen it. So I don't know where okay. that would end up with us. But we watched Spring. Nice. Her, her yeah. take on Spring was... That was cute, and she gave it a one for Scare Factor. <laughs> Weird. Spring was great. I, you know what's yeah, funny? Yeah, she I'm... specifically called you out, Jack. She was like, I, I am braver than Jack, and I was like, that's not what that means. <laughs> wow. I mean, I gave that a much higher Scare Factor. because. And we watched Tucker freaky. and Dale, and she loved Tucker and Dale. Everyone, because everyone just should love Dr. Tremendous. Yeah. Can I just yeah. interject something here real quick? I'm pretty sure the exact descriptor that Leslie used for Spring as well was, that was cute. Perfect date movie. Perfect date movie. I told you this. You know what? It goes out. <laughs> that like. Oh, spoilers. Fucking. Oh, yeah, you're just just man. blowing loads. I'll probably bleep you out there. Ain't yeah, no. you should. You should. You should bleep moot. That movie could go out. I don't have to bleep myself. Bleep out. yourself out. Oh, my. I mean, it could go God. out depending on how you look at it. Ah. <sighs> It could go just, out. You're gonna have to bleep so many things. Spoilers all over the place. Oh We're my god! This whole segment. <laughs> all right, Mark, you ready? You yes. ready? Are you ready for what? this? Yes. I watched Tales of Halloween. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I also watched this. No shit. That's I do the lead in, and then you fucking state the obvious. <laughs> I don't feel like it was obvious to the listener. It was obvious after I had said we. The last thing I'm going to do is what Mark did, and then we're going to talk about it. And then I, I said didn't hear that. You. And yeah, like, oh, I said, I Mark, this. are you ready for this? Are you even listening to what's <laughs> happening right now? No, barely. What? Mark, that doesn't get us. Tales man. of Halloween. Did you watch it? I did. Oh, cool. Let's talk about it. Yes, let's. Okay, cool. What did you think? Jesus. Christ. Uh, I thought it was a little front heavy, but I thought it was good really? in general. Front heavy? Yeah, I, I liked the it was first tail heavy. half. Okay, great. Hey, hey, dummies! For those of us who forget what this movie is, Tales of Halloween is a Halloween anthology made up of ten, I think, segments. Yep. Uh, a lot of segments. They fucking fire through those sons of bitches uh 
it's great, in my opinion, great background fodder. You do not need to pay attention to everything at all. Uh, but you'll <laughs> you'll kind of hone in on a few things that are catching your eye, and it's a good thing to have on like at a Halloween party. I think it's a goofy awesome. ass movie. Goofy ass movie. Yeah, nice. It has I some like notable stars in it as well. Yeah, I mean the the one standout for me was there is some claymation in here in one particular yeah, segment that is fucking cool. Nice. <laughs> it's. It's cool because it's out of nowhere. I think if you were to see yeah. that in like an actual claymation movie, oh no, I'd still well, <laughs> you'd be taken aback. It was still cool. Fair. I mean, I did like that little dude. But do you have anything else to say about it? Because this is a segue into you, buddy. No, like I was saying, I, I liked the first five better than the last five. Uh, I one thing that this movie does anthology wise that I think is a really great move on their part is they do all of the credits. At the beginning at the of the start, movie. it's great. And then they just launch right into it, and it's rapid fire, and you don't have the break. Like you did in Holidays, they had that weird break that kind of disrupted your immersion. The next person to ruin a fucking short is Kevin Smith. <laughs> God, that was a bad short. It's uh, so bad. I thought this stayed relatively creative. They touch on a lot of different things. There's stuff that's funny here. There's stuff that's not. There's good performances. There's some awesome... There's Lynn not. Shea is in this. Uh, yeah. The cop from Heroes is in this. Keir Guildcrest is in this. There's like some notable people. Well, with ten with ten shorts, there are going to be a lot of actors. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and they do do a little bit of the uh, sort of background connective tissue thing. Supposedly, this is all happening in like one town. It's not as connected as Trick or Treat is, but no, you get same uh, general idea. Not not as they didn't try as hard. This is a movie that did not try as hard, but not in a bad way. It's just like ah, it's fun. Yeah, the uh, but like you know, in the background of one scene are the trick or treaters that starred in another segment type of thing. Yes, yeah, it's good stuff. So for those who are keeping score at home, this movie has both some funny parts and some not funny parts, and some good acting and some not good acting, and some stuff. <laughs> and some runs, animation and runs some not the animation. We uh, we're a professional operation here, Jack. Okay, so I don't want to hear. What it. else you got, Mark? Uh, I really quick. I just want to touch on something that I thought was kind of funny. Leslie, uh, the lovely wife. Mentioned to me that Vogue magazine put out their list of the 18, like, hottest women of horror, or prettiest women in horror. Interesting. I have Great. some thoughts Objectify on this. Objectify them like that. Do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, yeah. First. What do you got? <laughs> first point. Great that Vogue is doing horror journalism. Super duper. Second point. <laughs> Can't you do like most influential women yeah, in horror? It, right. Oh, the Just, cutest. Great. Fucking it's not a particularly uh, progressive list. <laughs> and yeah, not a progressive list. Third point 18 was the number you landed on? Could you only name 18 people and <laughs> 18 women in horror? That's like Al- the whole almost thing. Almost certainly. That's like the whole thing with listicles now, though. You have to choose an odd ass number or it doesn't catch someone's eye. So if you that, say 10, no one gives a, a fuck. It's got to be like 13 and a half. Pair it down to 13, then. The 13 prettiest women in horror. That at least has, like, some resonance because of 13 being scary. Well, right? let's, not, right. let's not do them the solid of of even acknowledging who those might have been at the top of the list, because fuck that. Oh. I, yeah, my curiosity was piqued. Uh, so that, that's kind of been a bee in my bonnet for the last week, and I'm, I just wanted to talk about it a little bit. That's kind of dumb. That's kind of dumb. It's unfortunate that that exists. Yes. yes. But, uh, but your interest is still peaked. I am interested. There are pretty women in horror. That's fine. I'd like to know about them. Uh, as far as actual movies I've watched, uh, first up, Gerald's Game. I did a Netflix double feature. Nice. Uh, Gerald's Game is this. a Stephen King 
an, an adaptation of a Stephen King book. Uh, came out on Netflix at the beginning of October-ish, maybe first week or so. Are you guys aware of the premise? How yes. can you make a movie of this? <laughs> How? <laughs> they do a good job. So, yeah, there is uh, a married couple that are kind of falling out of love. They are planning a romantic weekend. It to gets, bang. It get, yeah, to bang. It gets kinky. She gets handcuffed to the bed, and then he passes away, tragically. And she's handcuffed to the bed, starving to death and going insane. Yeah. Fun. And then the movie just sort of happens. <laughs> now, this has been getting quite a bit of good buzz, I would say. Really? I actually haven't seen much of that buzz. What Period. has the buzz been saying? Deserved? Question mark. I would say I liked it. Uh, I think it's a very unique concept. The acting was very solid, especially because any a movie where you don't I mean, I guess she technically does have dialogues, but yeah. she's basically acting with herself the entire time. Right? Yeah, that's tough. You have to carry so much. Um, phenomenal dog acting. Uh, the movie also introduces... I, I'm not really sure how to describe this without getting too spoilery. Uh, a concept... I'm not going to bleep you again, so be careful. <laughs> He's, you've gone mad with power. Uh, <laughs> the Sort of the spooky aspect of this movie is played exceedingly well in my opinion Hmm. i i really like the arc that that side of things took okay and i'll leave it at that Um, so i'll tell you what i've heard about this is what you said about how phenomenal i'm forgetting who the actress is in this so if you could help me out on that front that'd be great nope fantastic (laughs) we're professional operation please hold. how good of a job she does Uh, by carrying pretty much an entire movie solo, mm-hmm. that there is one particular scene in this movie that something happens and it is worth Gruesome. the price of admission. Her name is uh, Carla Gugino. Thanks. I hope I'm saying that right. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's a scene, Mark. Yes. Can confirm? There are many scenes. I don't I like know which one is scenes. specifically talking about it, but That's there are fantastic. some things that happen. Great. So this <laughs> if went that's what you're Mark after. understood basically nothing that I said. <laughs> he wasn't listening. You're speaking in very vague terms, Jake. Well, I'm trying not to spoil it, and I haven't seen it, so I can't speak in more. <laughs> there are scenes that <laughs> specific are specific terms. So you could be talking honestly the way you're describing this. You could be talking about three probably different scenes. I think I know the one you're talking about. I, the thing that I saw was like, oh, this movie's great. Carla Gugino, or however you pronounce her name does a fantastic job and oh my god that scene yeah okay so there are yeah there is a scene where you will definitely want to turn away from the screen fun and it's done well yeah interesting now i don't understand how if you get into a life or death type aaron ralston situation on a bed you can't get out of that little jam if you're handcuffed to it i feel like you could take that mother down i was concerned made of steel I this was concerned about steel. this. It's very clearly made of wood. I was concerned about that as well. They do a pretty good job of explaining. I mean, A, she doesn't have a lot of degrees of freedom and her arms are like over her head. So she doesn't, she can't like get leverage. Okay. We were kind of talking about this because that's what you talk about during a movie of how you would get out of it. I do think but, you could have probably been creative enough to like wrap a bed sheet around something. And Well, I also feel like she could have done the thing where she would, she would end up like her legs underneath her, and then she would use her legs to basically do like a squat out from the bed, and that would create torque. 
Yeah, that they, she doesn't do any of that like acro yoga shit where she's uh, inverted and using her legs for anything. That part. Well, you got to use the legs. That's where the power lives, Mark. Legs uh, I, feed the wolf. Yeah. Legs feed the wolf. Guys, if I may, boys, we're no. we're here to say whether or not it's a movie you should watch, not break down the individual <laughs> decisions of a woman in a movie you haven't seen. Oh yeah, this is supposed to be the fast part. <laughs> I would I would say they do a pretty good job of explaining how and why she's trapped. All right, Mark, whatever. Would you give it a recommend? I would Jack's give it a being recommend. Mr. Impatient over here. <laughs> I would give it a recommend. Great. I think it's adequately spooky. What else? All right. What was the second head of the set doubleheader? Of the Netflix doubleheader, The Babysitter, the one we couldn't find a trailer for for HR. Oh god. Yeah, because uh, they don't yeah. release shit before it launches now. That's their new thing. Yeah. This looks seriously. like Fun as shit. Uh, it, okay, so this is like three distinct movies. Uh, not literally, but figuratively, that's how the script sort of plays Mark, out. Mark, don't even try with those phrases, okay? I think I think I nailed it. Pretty <laughs> sure I got it right. Uh, the first movie is just like how much bullies suck. The second act, I don't think I've ever said this about a movie. This is a perfect second act. It's so much fun. Awesome. The middle, yes. The middle third of this movie could not be better. Period. Yes. Uh, All right. Uh, and I look. I liked the whole movie. The third act, they kind of have to resolve all the shit they put on the table in the second act. So like, it kind of just starts happening. Uh, third act was a little weak, but yeah, ultimately this one's quite a bit of fun. I highly awesome. recommend it. Is it good? Yes. Okay. I well, all right. I, I think if you're fun, then you're good. Like, yeah, I, I, do I you guess have anything else. I don't care about your assessment there on that front. <laughs> Great. Jesus. Super duper. You spend eight minutes talking about what an actress, a character in a movie you haven't seen should be doing to escape a situation you're unaware of. I've been thinking lives. about it a lot, Jack. A lot. But you won't let Mark give his... No, okay, okay. continue. I'm sorry. I jumped the gun there. This is the, this is of the... This uh, better be good, Mark. Of this the trio of horror movies released by Netflix, I can guarantee you, in October, this is the one that is the most fun. The third being 1922. Yeah, haven't watched that yeah. one yet. It's on my short list. Yep. Stay tuned. All right. Let's it's past fucking time to get to the feature presentation, huh? <laughs> Debatable. Should we go back to Gerald's game? Over at AtoZHorror.com this week, uh, Mark had the responsibility of choosing his Halloween movie, uh, October movie which was the last of our October series, because as this podcast comes out, it's going to be like the day before Halloween or whatever. One more day to, to Halloween. Halloween, <laughs> Halloween. You're not even close to the tune there, but whatever. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. <laughs> it's just London Bridge is falling down. It's not that fucking... Okay. It's fucking Otherwise. awesome. Stop it. Stop it. It is. I'm saying you're terrible. Oh, anyway. Well. We'll get into all that stuff and a lot more real soon. But first, Mark, this being your pick, you know what you got to do. No. You got to give us a 30 second plot synopsis. I don't want to. 30 seconds are on Can the I get goddamn 90 seconds? clock. It's going to start when you start. Okay, Ellie and Dr. Dan are investigating the death of Ellie's dad. They go to a town called Santa Mira, which is the home of Silver Shamrock Industries or Novelties or something like that. They make uh, Halloween costumes that kids fucking love, but. All of the masks are impregnated with, uh, like, magic or something that when you hear a commercial, you're turned into insects and snakes and shit. The entire company's run by androids and witches, 
and uh, they're foiled by the two people, except maybe they're not, because they uh, it's ambiguous. It's ambiguous at the end. Maybe everybody dies. Time. Time. Um, I felt well, like I hit got the somewhere points. with it. You got further than I expected you to get based on that start. That was an inauspicious start. I forgot the word Stonehenge. That would have been a helpful. <laughs> that would have been a helpful word. I don't know if anything would have been helpful in the context. You were of this. very worried about the precise town it takes place in. I, I look. It's a hard movie. Okay, so when you do the thirty-second plot it's synopsis, hard it's hard to start with this one. Like, how do you how do you breeze through the first? You just like you have to teleport to Santa Mira because if you start talking about anything that happens before them arriving in the town, you're fucked. You didn't focus on this guy being a sexual predator enough. I felt like that was a given. <laughs> I also don't know which guy you're talking about. Yes. The main dude. There are three or four. <laughs> There's one main dude. The right, right, right. I'm just saying, they, like, talking about the sexual predator in this you movie. You talking about like, Tom Atkins? Yeah, man. He's an alcoholic. Dr. Dan? He's Dr. Dan. He's, uh, he's like, uh, sexually harassing all the nurses on his staff. He also shags the younger lady. Look, it was a different time. I got no problem yeah, with that. No, That's me either, but he's consensual. shagging. Mark, just busting out the Harvey Weinstein defense. <laughs> I, I refuse to say that I was defending him. No, no. Redact it. Bleep it out, Jack. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, Mark, you didn't do as bad a job as you could have. Huzzah! You got further than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, if I'm... So let's clarify something. There is a commercial that plays what, like 1,700 times throughout the course of this movie. Yes. Yep. Uh, and if you're wearing a mask while watching the commercial that airs on Halloween, that's what yes. kills you. Right. It's a series of commercials that, to the tune of London Bridge is falling down, X number of days till Halloween. Eight more days to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. See, Jake, Mark, dude, it's not that hard. Eight more it's days hard. to Halloween, silver. My voice Shamrock. doesn't go that high, dude. You always got to go a normal, A normal tenor. I'm the baritone <laughs> of the group. Eight more <laughs> days to Halloween. Sing it in a baritone octave. It's fine. Halloween, Halloween. He, see, see? he can't do that. Eight in more any days case, to Halloween. This is a movie about. Witchcraft in the electronic age. How about that? Silver. I mean, I guess. Shabrock. Which is an interesting place to lead us into what in the fuck subgenres of horror this thing fits into. Mark, you want to hit us up with the first one? Holiday. I mean, yes. Yay. This is is one of the more Halloween-y Halloween movies. Oh, yeah. In that (laughs) it's the most Halloween-y Halloween. We'll get to all that. I mean, really? some of them. Are, hey, H two O is pretty Halloweeny. Now is as good a time as any to get into that. It's the most Halloweeny Halloween movie, bar none. Nine so we've months. already gotten so, into it. That you said your entire yeah. piece, and then you said we will get into it when you have. Already yeah, no, we'll get into more of my movie. thoughts on its place in the Halloween series. IP later. Well, yeah, later. that's that's a fascinating thing. Yes, it is fascinating. All right, all right, fix your mistake. Get us, get us another my mistake. Of fits sci-fi. Into. Yeah, it's a mistake. sci-fi movie. It really is. Yeah, that's it fair. It really is. That's fair. That's fair. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not Cog even trying to jam robots. it in there this time. It just They're is. They're regular Dr. Fibes automatronic band status. Exactly. What is the name of Dr. Fibes' band? I cannot remember, and it's driving me a little bit crazy. Oh, I can't remember either. I'm not going to be able Please to Fucking Scarecrow. Scarecrow. All right, Clockwork Wizards. Yeah. It's the, the Clockwork best. Wizards. Nailed it. Totally had Fuck that. It. We just remembered that. Didn't have to look it up. Yep. We're not getting old. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I forgot what we were doing before I couldn't Categories. remember the name it's of your the turn to name a category. Oh. Uh, you're fucked. Uh, yeah, it's hard. There's not much else. 
Um, Supernatural. Witchcraft. Sure. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's fine. That's, and that's witch. about it. Yeah. You can is jam there, all you want. It's not, a, it's not a genre. It's not a subgenre, but it is notable. There is a child that is killed in this movie. Not very many of those. I feel like that is not true. Name three others. I'll give you Pet Cemetery. The Orphanage. That's okay. kind of a pre-existing state. Or kid is killed. Okay, fine. Two. That's two. Fine. Uh, the Sixth Sense. No. What? There are a bunch I mean, of they're... dead kids already. That's a pre-existing <laughs> state. You do not get that one. Fine. I'm having trouble off the top of my head coming up. Yeah. Oh, oh wait. Mimic or relic? One of the uh, mimic. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mimic. Yep. Those kids Good get pull. Good pull. bad. Bad. Yep. Three. But you're no, seeing what I'm saying. Is. We've been watching horror movies for like three years now. One of and these. I'm also three. a. I think that might be more on me being a dummy than it is on kids. I wouldn't have been able to do that off the top. You did a great job. It's a hard. I'm telling you, it's surprisingly hard to come up with. Uh, it's okay. more the pressure it. of having to do it than the ability to do it, though. Yeah. Also, okay. it. Okay. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers for the first, the first three scene. minutes. <laughs> Spoilers <laughs> for the scene they showed in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, kids do die. That is not a subgenre of horror. No, it's not. Kids I die. Think it's this is, like, the most heinous kid death. Is it? Yes. It's pretty bad. It's pretty goddamn gruesome. Yeah. Is it? He just yes. turns into snakes and insects. No, he doesn't. Of. He doesn't turn his into His head, like, gets squished into snake bugs crawling out of his, like, dead mouth orifice. I'm still really confused as to what happens inside those masks. Okay, so, well, It's a Dr. Fibes. Uh, oh, another reference to Dr. Fibes. The mask tightens up on him. Absolutely. Crushes his head. I don't think that's how that works. And there are bugs. And there are bugs and snakes that get called to the corpse, but are also already inside it, maybe? Yeah, I don't know how microchip Stonehenge works, man. <laughs> it's, it's, pretty, can. it's pretty straightforward, Jake, frankly. <laughs> you, Is it? Yeah, you, there's resonance, and then there's a laser, and then your head turns into insects and snakes that are driven by pheromones to murder everyone around you. That's asinine. No, that's science. Oh, yeah. God, we've got to move on. So, so that brings us to uh, our next segment. What the movie does correctly, Jack. What does it do right? right? Okay. Yeah. What is, I couldn't remember. It's hard sometimes. It's, it's hard never, every time. It's not. Especially since I got it wrong last time. I was all screwed up about which one I did last Unbelievable. time. Unbelievable. We took a down, week off from that right. format too with the cartoons. So give me, give me some slack. What does the movie do right? Answer me that, smart guy. I'm going first. I don't know who you're talking to, so I'm just going to take it's the your floor movie. Here. You have the floor. This will probably also come up in what the movie does wrong. I love the direction they took, like, the concept of a Halloween anthology series film thing. That's, Didn't I mean, play well in the box office. Yeah, that's what but, I was going to talk about, too. This is the well, most Halloween They did it at Halloween. the wrong place. They should have done this as Halloween, too. If that's if they wanted to do anthology movies, right. don't have two sequential ones with yeah. Michael Myers. They so, created an expectation, and when you do that, you're fucked. So let's let's yeah. break here, just take a step back. Halloween 1, Michael Myers. Halloween 2, Michael Myers. Both of those movies are slashers. Halloween 3, they thought, hey, why don't we make a completely different movie, brand it the same way, but, and turn the Halloween franchise into an anthology series, much like, I mean, they didn't say this at the time, but much like American Horror Story, where every season's a different new take on shit that <laughs> I'm happens I'm sure that's with inspiration. <laughs> it was a great idea, and they thought... 
Michael Myers, that arc has run its course. Like, it made some level of sense that Halloween 2 exists the way it did, right? It picks up exactly where the first one left off. It finishes that story. He is killed. Spoilers. Right. That happens. Mm. You can pick up. You can go and do something else now. Except people don't want that. They want Michael Myers because people are they want Michael Myers to return. stupid. <laughs> I hate that. I, I hate that people didn't like this and that they ruined what this series could have been because we were then exposed to so many goddamn movies that were trash because you have to have Michael Myers. It could have been such a great anthology every year. Every couple of years, maybe. That would have been really cool. Concept. I'm, I'm going to tell you this much. I would have been pissed off if there was movie one starring a guy, movie two, same guy, movie three, just totally unrelated. I don't know. You would have gotten over it because every once in a while in like take a series, for example, even a mini series, for example, every once in a while, there's like a like two that tell the same story. Yeah. Yeah. A to one, be continued. Two. Like that's what that yeah. could have been. And then they could have gone and done whatever they wanted to do. That's fine. Sure. You would have gotten sure. over I, it. it. I would, would have, have probably gotten a better over it. product and a better IP as a whole over a longer period of time than what we ended up getting because fuck. People. I think I'd be happier with the Halloween franchise overall at this point. Absolutely. Be... <laughs> we I'm wouldn't have had to see fucking Michael Myers get his ass kicked by Buster Rhymes. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> hey, hey now. That was horse shit, Mark. Halloween H two O is that. a freaking great movie. He gets confused by do. Buster Rhymes. It is one of the best Halloween movies. I feel like if you listen to yourself, Jake, you'd realize you're only strengthening my no, argument. No, it's, it's just degrading to Michael Myers. <laughs> I don't need this. And to Buster Rhymes, frankly. I don't care. He doesn't have the cachet, Jack. In any case, I... Everyone involved Mark's can do better. a good one. Okay, we're getting It's a bold gambit. Point. They made a choice. It was a gambit that was bold. <laughs> good analysis. Uh, what else does the movie do right, Jake? I think let's go straight back to the deaths. There were a couple deaths in this movie that were astoundingly gruesome, in my opinion, especially for like 1982. Yes. I already spoke like in detail about what happens to this kid. Kid death is great. And it lingers on that, too. Like dead kid body head in mask. You can see snakes like coming out of dead mouth. It's just it's it's distressing. You know I what's kind of like funny about I want to know too. where the fuck those snakes and bugs came from. And then the, the, the woman, time? whatever her name was, with the laser, her face just getting absolutely obliterated. That Love that. Death is bonkers. That feels great. ahead of its time. Like, that was gnarly. That was mean. The, the yeah. CG laser, regrettable, but the after but effects the look great. Oh, the my CG God. is so terrible. All of the lightning. Yeah, I mean, there's a we, lot of lightning. It's like Hellraiser. That's a perfect 10 second look at what happens when you use CG and when you use practical. Yeah. They should have really lasered that woman's face. Is that what you're saying? Yes. (laughs) Okay, great. Yeah. Um, The deaths are terrific. Yeah. Even so, you skipped over the one at the very beginning. The the guy gets his. I'm still confused how he dies, actually. He gets his. Oh, his eyes get. He gets his skull ripped off? Sort of, but he's also. Like smothering and closing his nose and gouging his eyes, and there, then there's blood on his mouth afterwards. I was under the assumption unclear. that it was just super strength to the point that he like hurt his brain enough to kill him. No, Seems I think likely. he was like holding his mouth closed. And it didn't really his matter. Nose that closed. death didn't really matter. They definitively like go into his skull cavity and then break the bridge of his nose from yeah, the inside they, they outward. Do. Yeah, he he. I guess he like pulled up. I don't know. He crushed. I don't know. He did something. <laughs> Things go and poorly. then the android just goes and blows himself to kingdom come. Yeah. Yeah, that was the scene that was like future directed by Michael Bay. 
Before we move on from the deaths, I do want to point out just one little like fun side note. If you go to the kid who played Little Buddy on IMDb, uh, Brad Schachter, his his like IMDb profile image for like him as an actor is still is just him, him in. It's still him in the pumpkin mask. Oh, <laughs> that's I was, all. He's I was got. thinking of it would have been dead him, snakes and all. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, notable for that reason, Jack. What did yes, this buddy. movie do right? Uh, I think it's along the lines of story. As I guess where I'm going to pot this it, uniqueness. There yeah. is not another movie like this. No, there is not. Uh, this movie has a lot of shit going on. It's witchcraft. It's sci-fi. It's commercialism a little bit. It's a lot of fucking stuff happening. So 100%. Yeah. That's yeah. This is wholly different than anything else I can think of. I don't know about Mark. Mark might have a fucking ace up his sleeve, but all those movies about delight. witches making cyborgs and causing kids to turn into snakes on Halloween. Yeah, no, I got a bucket full of those references. I'm sure you do. <laughs> have have on, on the have you guys ever been around someone talking about Sawin like legitimately? Like no as in they believe in Sawin and are going to whatever? Yeah. No. I've been at a place where I don't know if this person was been fucking with place. me or what, but they were trying to tell me all these things about Sawin. It was like when I went down to the the um, Scientologist place to get a reading. It was nuts. How are your Thetans doing? They were very high, Mark. They told me I need Scientology very badly. If you no can believe shit. Oh no! I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that, bud. My lovely wife was very concerned I was going to come back a Scientologist. My Thetans have never been lower. Side note: Why were you at? A Scientology clinic? I saw an adver- advertisement for free readings, and I I like the story of Scientology. That's bonkers with a volcano monster from space, and I figured I'd go on down. Here's what was this. I thought I'd at least have a fun story out of it was the real reason. Here's what was disappointing. Well, here's your fucking venue, man. <laughs> they weren't very militant about it. They were pretty reasonable and like kind of laughing along <laughs> to the jokes I was making. And they, it was just no fun. It wasn't a good audience. Hmm. Your stand-up routine didn't go over well? Way harder than they were. <laughs> I mean, that's probably also true. You walked in and you were like, I am brimming with souls over here, okay? I need you to take them out of me. <laughs> it's causing me Fix stress. Me. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, but, it, yeah, yeah, I completely forgot how that relates to the point I was making, but I'm sure it does. It's all about uniqueness, Jack. It was there a unique go. situation befitting of a unique movie. You know what? Okay, so. I got another, I got a story. While we're in story, we're in the A to Z horror story corner right now. If you're just tuning in, this is uh, Three Guys Tell Stories. Fireside chat. <laughs> you know what? That podcast would probably do better than we do right now. <laughs> um... When I was in, I think it must have been first or second grade, we all had to write scary stories for Halloween as an assignment. And you had to come up with your own scary story. And I wrote a story that was very similar to this one. And I think it was just sort of that I knew Bullshit. about this movie through osmosis. I Honestly, this is the first time I've ever seen the movie. We kind of blew by that usual part of the show. Uh, but yeah, no joke. I wrote a story about you became the mask you were wearing on Halloween. And then there was like a magic mirror or something. There was a kid that was a wizard and he had to, uh, yep. Are you sure you weren't Mark, thinking so of the mask? Goosebumps the mask? Book? I was going to say first grade would have been around yeah. what? 1996. Yeah. That's like prime mask territory mask... where it becomes her head. It's like right after the mask came yeah. out. Look, I can't remember <laughs> what I was trying to plagiarize at the time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sure I was trying to plagiarize. But uh, that's all I'm saying. I, you know, this is a probably not a well received movie, but it was popular. It was present enough in the zeitgeist that I apparently osmosed it into my brain as a second grader. This was a very poorly received movie. It has a cult following. It's it's growing. It's gaining appreciation. I would say these days. Poorly received yeah. had a cult following. For I what think it now people are starting to appreciate Halloween it for what it is because they saw what fucking happened to this series. Yeah. So frankly, I like it better than the original Halloween. Oh, uh, well, spoil review spoilers, rating yeah. spoilers. Uh, yeah, spoilers. that's significant. Okay, to get, let's pause uh, for a second. Though. I got to get us back on track. I got to do it. No, no, I'm getting us and back on track, Jake. Jake, do it, Jake, Fuck. I'm getting do a better job. Go, do it. I'm gonna do pause it. though. Well, I'm actually taking us back off track. Have you guys? Oh, great! This is great. This is great radio, Mark. This is great radio. <laughs> Mark's nailing it. Have you guys seen this movie before? I wanted to do that. I have not seen this movie before. This viewing. No shit. You just said never that. start to finish. Never start to finish. What? Okay. I'd seen bits and pieces of it a bunch. This is this is probably like number. Th- let's call it number three. It's three or four. That means it's but two. It, he's like he's never seen together. it before either, listener. <laughs> he hasn't even seen it this time. No, <laughs> barely. What happened? What did we watch? There are robots. Jake just watched They Live Again. <laughs> I love that movie so much. <laughs> okay, now we're back on track. Bow down. Four collective-ish <laughs> views between us. <laughs> what? Four Jake's collective singing views the between song us. They live. Great. Jake, you, <laughs> you did a much to get better job track. singing the They Live song than you did the well, fucking commercial song. a badass blues song. Of course I did. I have soul. <laughs> what do you want from me? Are we talking I want you to get us right? back on track, like you promised. So I'm going to, this is like sort of a piggyback what it did right, but I'm going to make the point anyway. Um, to Jack's point on uniqueness, just to elaborate on that, I love what they did with the dynamic between like the hero and the typical like damsel in distress lead female heroine role. All of that was fucked up. Like your hero is you made the point earlier, Jack. I it was sort of jokingly, but he's not all right. Um I wasn't really jokingly. I mean there there's a scene early on where he just grabs the nurse's ass and they Yeah. Like, they it's it's a different made... time, but still, come on. Uh also an alcoholic. Yep. So, what's her name? Lead girl. Ellie. Ellie. She doesn't end up in a good way. She gets her head fucking cut off as a cyborg well, with a tire iron. I don't think that's her, right? I think she, she just gets, gets assimilated by the cyborg. But that's bad. Yeah, She's that's now part thing. of the Borg. She hive. does not end up okay, is my point. <laughs> if all. ever yeah, they make a Halloween Cyberman. 3.2, then they could bring her back. <laughs> and then the movie Jesus. ends with... A very unpleasant ending. All of those yes. things are different than what you would expect, and I like that. Well, he saves most people. No, yeah, except for Channel Three, Jack. Channel Three. The whole the whole point of having the kid in the where is he a gas station? The whole point of having the kid there at the end is to show that the kid's logic is just like what's on the next channel, and it's always that commercial. <laughs> And the original ending, they edited this out because they thought it was too dark, but the original ending was just a bunch of kids screaming. So wow. I'm going to go ahead and assume that all children die. Jesus. Okay. Okay. This is going to... Are we done talking about what it does right? Because this is going to bring me into what it does wrong. I have one more thing. I really like what they did with Santa Mira as a town. I feel like they did a great job of kind of creating it. They have the weird curfew scene. Company Jack's town. shaking his head. So I'm just going to pivot to that. Jake... Or Jack, what did this movie do wrong? <laughs> Someone. Uh, no, no, no. I disagree with your point about the town. I think they tried to do what Halloween 1 did with the town 
as like a sleepy suburban burg, and they tried to use some of those tropes and it's just cram them town. in here to no effect. It doesn't feel like a real place. This it's is like a little like outpost it. that is driven solely by the fact this factory exists. Yeah, it's I didn't. L- it's literally a company town. Yeah, but I felt like it was a string of scenes trying to show. It felt forced. I don't know. It felt forced. What this is is where Invasion of the Body Snatchers was set. That's what it is. I mean, yeah. That's so, my only point. We had to make that yeah. little note. Okay. Nice little tip of the cap. Well, I mean, this movie is meta as shit, yeah, right? They watch a Halloween trailer. That's another thing that it does right. Yeah, I like it. Being meta. Yeah. And that would have gone along with the, it being an anthology series kind of a thing. Yeah. Which I, actually, to that point, I'm a little bit curious about how things happened. Because the director of this movie was set to direct Halloween 2. But didn't like the script enough to continue with it. So instead, he offered to write and direct Halloween 3. So I wonder at what point it was decided that it was going to become an anthology series. <laughs> That's, okay, so first off, we should say the director was Tommy Lee Wallace. But I love Tommy. the concept of like, I hate your shit. Go ahead and make your movie. I'm going to write number three. I'm going to fucking throw everything out the window that you've done so far. I mean, it's a ballsy move, man. <laughs> Did not it's pan a- out. Didn't pan out for that guy. He, he got to direct the, the TV It miniseries. Which is great. Fair. I mean, that's good, but that's a big thing. Yeah, that's true. It was bad. Also, anyway. not particularly well received by history. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> um, I think now that the new it is out, people will forget how bad that first one was. I I feel like people had already so. forgotten. It was always like, oh, Pennywise so scary. Tim Curry so scary. Casting I mean, Tim casting Curry Tim Curry. Curry. No one like saw it. No one watched that shit and was like, oh, casting- this is actually some fucking garbage. <laughs> Yeah, it's just millennials on the internet seeing a picture of Tim Curry and be like, that's probably scary. Yeah, okay, we got Tim Curry is scary. As a human, as a person, he's a scary person. (laughs) Okay. What did it do wrong? Um, my thing number one in what it does wrong. I flat refuse to believe these masks are as popular as the movie's telling me they are. I don't know, Children are... Running around in wholly unrelated costumes, I just love wearing shit. the mask. Like a witch's costume with a pumpkin costume head. Yeah, and a pumpkin head. It's a cl- there's a guy in a clown costume and a pumpkin head. There's a guy in a skeleton and a witch's mask. Yeah, it's just they, there they make is... it seem like every kid in America bought these fucking masks. They're no better than any other masks available. They are though. They're significantly they, better. They have the London Bridge theme playing with them. There is a baffling amount of character promiscuity going on in this movie. There is just a whole mishmash of character on every okay. child that you see. There's like the the the, the fairy that has like the witch saying. head on. Okay, it took me a minute to piece together your point. I still My have no clue one. what you're trying to say. You don't a understand whole mishmash of character. <laughs> he, yes, he, he, I think he's just saying that the costumes are all over the fucking map. Fair. They're not. Come on, man. Come on. Proper keep costumes. Up. Gotta keep up, I, I can't. <laughs> You've passed me. In You're a lot to keep up with, Jake. In any case, yeah, fairy with a fucking skeleton head. Yeah. God damn. And and some of them are like there's a skeleton wearing a witch's mask at one point. Yeah. There's one of the masks is a skeleton. We've we've just get Yeah, we've hit uh, the point. We've hit that point. It I, is a good point. Okay. Hit it, that Jack. Bothered me like That's the greatest. No shit. Okay, what else? What else we got? The electronics don't stand up well to the test of time. It's just a PCB that has lasers coming out of it. There's like a resistor. A polychlorinated biphenyl? No. A PCB is a... a printed is a... circuit board. 
Okay. I, I knew Jesus a different Christ. acronym. Alternatively, you could call it a CCA, which is a circuit it, card assembly. If you're just tuning in, this is A to Z Horror Describes Acronyms cast. Uh, this is, it's just like, you could open up literally anything in your house and there would be that exact thing. It's like the cheesiest looking circuit board. Uh, granted, it was 1980s, so kudos to them, but that doesn't age well. That does not shoot lasers out of yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I think, <laughs> to your point, one of the things that I had was as a whole this movie kind of outkicked its budgetary coverage a bit yeah and it had a pretty big budget all things considered no, it, i mean it, it, was it didn't though did it 1.4 million that's not that high i mean i think it was it was two, also in the not... two range it was a little higher than that but that's that's not an outstandingly high budget and the, compared the... to halloween well okay <laughs> anything compared to halloween halloween is made for fucking milk money man that's yeah. phenomenal. I'm seeing, uh, for the record, I'm seeing two and a half million. Yeah, for the okay. That's okay. that's still okay. pretty low. I mean, hey, but by, so by that standard, this movie was a smashing success because it had to have made it made fourteen. Well, yeah, that's great. That's where I, that's where I got fourteen. But from. it was panned. You said so, one point four. So you took the actual, you took the box office, Jesus Christ, and you divided it by ten, and you decided you always got to divide budget. by ten, Mark. You got to divide by ten. <laughs> sure. That's what my accountant told me. <laughs> Unbelievable. How much money do I have? <laughs> you gotta divide by ten. Ten yeah. cents. <laughs> yeah, I mean, given Support what the premise that I have a of this movie was, <laughs> it's a tough. That is a tough premise to make for two point five million dollars. It's it's aggressive, yeah. but like at the same time, the budget couldn't have been higher on Reanimator. If only there were a way we could look that up. If only there were digital means. Yeah. Like some type of database that kept track of that. (laughs) Some sort of scoreboard. I I see what you're saying, though. And, I mean, they also... It's it's kind of a big point that they were bumping up against the budget a whole lot in this movie, right? To the point where they had their uh, effects guy make all the masks because they couldn't afford to get other ones. They had, like, the on-set effects guy make the masks. Reanimator's budget is estimated at 900000 Yeah. So. Did you see the cat in Reanimator, Jack? It was great. <laughs> Best uh, it was, it was great because it was silly. <laughs> That's true. I mean, yeah. this movie's pretty silly. This movie's pretty silly, but it's also pretty... There's some uh, to it. <clears throat> While we're on the subject, I want to ask you guys an important question. What are your thoughts on the androids? Are they good? Are they bad? The movie does them right or does them wrong? I don't think they have much of a morality system. They're just androids. <laughs> yeah, but their, their presence in the plot. Do you think the movie... <laughs> Does well not, with them. The, the joke did not land. I just I, blew right look, by. It. I, I think they're in there to. F- I think they weren't originally in there, and they're in there to fill space. Um, the androids are not literally necessary no way to prove to this that. That's just some bullshit. Yeah, they're, they're just in there. I they, I was totally serve... fine with them being in there, but they aren't great. Like, I don't know. It makes me think of a lot of larger questions. Like, what the fuck do you need witchcraft for if you can create perfectly lifelike androids that can do and say anything and fool lovers? Power trip, dude. Oh. He's all about he, the thing. The thing about that is that he is like a performer. You've already won. He is a performer. He is into, I think, the art of the game itself. Like when he's about to get dead, he's like, cla- like uh, what's that guy's name? Question mark? No mystery. What's that guy's name? Mysterion, the Spider-Man villain? 
That's Mysterio. Mysterio? Mark, number Mysterio one. Mysterio, the South Park character? <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh, no, I'm talking about the, the guy, the game. That horrible scumbag who does the game and negging women. And, uh, uh, <laughs> what, uh fuck. Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong guy. I don't know the, who you're talking game. about, Jack. Ah, fuck. It's, it's, it was a dumb joke to begin with. Good work. To my point, though. He's like applauding the joke that is played on him when he's getting killed. I think he's just in it for the fun of being in it. Like he wants to design these things and he also wants to use witchcraft to bring back the golden age of dark arts and Sawin. Why? Because it's fun to him. Okay. Jack. Okay. Jack. The dead dwarf gag, the soft chainsaw. Come on, man. (laughs) They're all part of his bailiwick. All right, then riddle me this smart guy. Yeah. Do it. Why? Does witchcraft make all the computer monitors arranged in a circle go berserk and chain lightning through themselves into a perfect that's, circle that's of electricity? That's not witchcraft. Past. That's Stonehenge. Stonehenge is witchcraft, Mark. Oh. It's all connected. Yeah, okay, there you go. So it's all connected by electricity, Jack. <laughs> Stonehenge was a conduit? Yeah, uh, part of witchcraft is making things more conductive. I suppose it's creating voltage where before there was none. Uh, did I miss something in the movie Dude. or does that just happen out of fucking nowhere? Basically what? out of nowhere. Okay. Look, okay. He drops playing... all the, he drops all the microchips down on the computer geeks and it zaps them all for some reason. No, that's then, because that's uh, because the, the commercials playing. Yeah. Right. But it zaps them all, and then a ring of fire, yeah. except it's made out of electricity, happens. Oh, I think that's oh, just because the... there's like a critical mass that's been reached. It doesn't need to be explained. So here's here's the funny thing about this. No. There are there are a lot of tropes that you can no. kind of just play. There's like a lot of trump cards you can play where you're just no. like, don't question it. It's this. And in this movie, they have both it's magic science fiction robot, and they also have it's just straight up. Robot. Yeah. Yeah, that fucking <laughs> So corner. you have both magic and science fiction in the same circle, Jack, and if you put too much of that into one place, you get chain lightning. That's what happens. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then my next point. What was his end game? He was always going to die. The witchcraft... Th- okay. But the witchcraft thing was always going to explode out of that rock anyway that he was yeah. standing 10 feet away from. He it seems care. like regardless of what else happened... No, that was because of the overload in the system. What the what the what was the Stonehenge rock there for, bro? You're gonna steal a five million pound Stonehenge rock and not keep it as like a trophy in your big ass underground cellar of doom? You're not gonna stand in front of that thing posing for cameras? What the hell is Look, wrong with if you? It, if his ha- if his plan had gone off perfectly as planned, then this same thing would have happened. No, he would have died exactly as much. Yeah. <laughs> Which is to say, one he died one. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. You don't know what happens when you get lasered by the rock. Maybe he became one with the Earth Mother and became the Supreme Witch. Well, either way, it would have happened the same, even if our hero had done nothing. We don't know that the hero actually won in this. Maybe this was all part of the plan, man. All the kids died, he became one with the, he became Supreme Warlock. You know? Cool. Fade to black. You don't know what happens after the credits. I, that's true. Did we just crack the case? I think we just cracked the case. <laughs> we solved it. <laughs> There's no questions left. Reviewed. 
Uh, okay, somebody else talk about what the movie did wrong, because I feel like I've been ranting. There's a nit to pick here. There's a scene where a kid flips his mom off, but he uses his pointer finger. That really threw me for a loop. That's just like yeah, an up your nose with a rubber hose, man. It's fine. Okay. Was he trying to flip her off? No, he did like the up your nose thing. It's okay. He said to me, up your butt with a coconut. Yeah. I think he was prepared to do it. I'm just going to interject little nits that I picked. Uh, Jake, you still haven't gone. I, are you fucking kidding me, dude? This movie did nothing wrong, A. B, I have gone. Every time <laughs> oh. we do this, it's, it's this. This is what we do. <laughs> you just shrink into the background. No. There is a line. Pick your nits. There is a line uh, in sort of toward the beginning where they like make a big deal that they're Irish Halloween max- masks. Irish? How scandalous. Well, it's... Doesn't age it's well. The, it's the silver shamrock, man. I mean, yeah. I think the joke saying. here is that the Irish can't be at play. Like, they would not do this. Was there still, like, Irish racism alive in the 1980s? Bro, I felt like that died in, like, today, the 1910s. Man. Nah, fuck no. I've seen Gangs in New York. I know how that works. <laughs> not a chance. Uh, that's all I got. Those are the only nits I got, believe it or not. Wow. Okay. I'll keep <laughs> rattling. Here's one thing. Uh, the <laughs> yeah, two. you did you did set that up. Like I'm just gonna sit over here and yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of the orange juice blood? It was great. I was fine with that. I like that. Oh, I was. It's like more yellow. It looked more like pus to me. But they used orange juice. The two the two cities they highlight when they're showing the kids go out trick or treating are Dayton and Phoenix. Yeah, there are way weird. more than that. Are you fuck with me? There's a few Let's more, but I mean, Francisco like, and yeah, Baton Rouge. Okay, but date they just show like, oh yeah, they there are they seem to so- have a random smattering of cities. S- Seattle, I think I'm just Baton confused Rouge. as to why Dayton is present. How about Baton Rouge, Louisiana? Is the capital? Of Louisiana. I, uh, so, wait is is Dayton's not the capital, right? <laughs> I have literally no idea. Columbus is the capital of Ohio for the That's listener. true. That is true. Unbelievable. Go, go Blue Jackets. <laughs> not, don't go Blue Jackets. Eh, why not? Blue. They're innocuous. They're not going to knock the pens off. Fuck the BJs. Oh my god, ratings. <laughs> you got to pick up every stitch mm-hmm. Must be the season of the week We over to Z Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how sexy new Jughead would rate how well he fits in. In case you haven't noticed, I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. I don't fit in, and I don't want to fit in. Have you ever seen me without this stupid hat on? That's weird. And for 10, think of how Tan Mom would rate being tan. I'm sorry, I'm tan. I like to be tan. It just feels good. Stories, the first category to rate these movies. Mark, this was a Mark pick. Rate the thing for story. I give it a six and a half. No. Interesting. There's, I, look, this is, there's a lot of story here. We talked about this earlier. I think this is mostly me seeing it for how unique it is. You got witchcraft, you is got it? murderous androids. You got a guy who's basically just fucking the world up because it's funny. Uh, Maybe. It's yeah, very unclear. Six and a half. That's where I landed. Scientific Look, scale. I, I can't really disagree with you. I gave it a six. It's a little bit of a panic maneuver. I, a panic It's lacking maneuver. in a lot of departments. 
Um, it, and chief amongst them being these kids, there's no explanation for why they want these masks. Um, I feel like this should have been, all these kids should have wanted, ah, this is a little pre Ninja Turtles, but they, they shouldn't have wanted just generic latex masks. There was something branded in 1982 that they wanted a lot more. There's a lot of plot issues, but it's very unique and kind of interesting and above average. The kids wanting the mask is not a plot issue. It's a plot issue. No. No. Yes. Makes no sense. Jake? (laughs) Nothing could be that popular. It's inconceivable. Well, ads don't be that popular. Yeah. And a movie about consumerism, ads, they can't work. That just doesn't make any sense. Well, there aren't even subliminal messages in them like the They Live ads. It doesn't have to be. Sometimes Maybe marketing can work, Jack. No. (laughs) Maybe it can work. Kids love London Bridges. Um, So... (laughs) London's Bridge. (laughs) I feel like this is going to come back to... uh, Things will come home to roost on this score that I'm about to give. He's going to give it a 10. There's not... (laughs) I cannot think of another category (laughs) that I can pot the uniqueness of the story and how much I appreciate the departure from the traditional, this is the thread of Halloween one and two to this, to try to take into an anthology type thing. Super unique. You guys have already hammered on all of those aspects. We've been doing this for the last hour. I'm going to give it an eight. Feels a little high. Very high. It feels a little high, but there's nowhere else that I can put that uniqueness in what I think this should have done for this franchise. Okay. So that's why it gets the rating it gets. You know what? Respect. Respect, Jake. I don't know if you can hear this listener, but... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they could probably hear the chest thumping. They decidedly cannot hear the visual symbols you made after it. That's true. I made. The, I made. I put up a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm that's painting a word picture. Wow. I put up okay. a deuce. <laughs> World building and immersion is the second category. Mark. Stop talking about deuces and start telling us about your world that's, building and immersion. That's story. how the kids are saying it these days. I'm very in touch with the vernacular of the youth. You're pretty woke. Yeah, man. Thank you for recognizing that. I gave this a three. Uh, usually when this breaks down, I, I give concept <laughs> I give concept to story and execution to uh, immersion and world building. I don't think this movie is particularly well executed on a lot of uh on a lot of aspects there's some pretty problematic acting there's a scene where they're hiding behind just a shelf that doesn't have anything on it like you can just blatantly (laughs) see them behind the shelf and they're hiding behind it and no one manages to see them that type of shit is pervasive throughout this entire movie don't manage to see them they have robotic eyes jack they can see in the dark they're better at seeing than we are you don't know that i can surmise it they have eyes made of cogs I'm I'm giving it three stars or three whatever version. I'm giving it three <laughs> three points <laughs> because the point of what you're saying. I'm we giving it three points. How many fucking movies? You think they're stars all of a sudden? <laughs> I'm giving it three points on our rating scale of whatever type of thing. Uh, three units. <laughs> that might be the weirdest rating you've ever given. <laughs> in execution. <laughs> in execution. <laughs> I'm giving it three units of whatever rating scale we have because I like the, I like the small town, the company town vibe that they, Oh my God. You were, wait, your immersion was that it was a company town. That's it. Yes. (laughs) Scarecrow him. Scarecrow him.
I feel like that's normal. I feel like I did a good job. <laughs> Nothing that just happened was normal. All right, we're back. Jake, Mark's giving it a three. What would you like to give it for? Oh, World you're going to go back out of order now? You're going to go to me? I forget the order. Look, Mark fucked me all up. Oh, my God. I, I can't give it much higher. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? What the, I hate I'm not going to do it because it was a company town, Mark. Everything I you think said they prior did good to that world made building sense. is what I'm, I'm not, saying. It's here's part what I'm of the category. Do. Here's what I'm not going to do, Mark. I'm not going to talk about stars. I'm not going to talk about units of measurement. And I'm not going to talk about a goddamn company town. But it was not very so immersive. So we're talking about conspiracies of ravens. <laughs> Actually, Jesus you talked Christ. about those things, so that would be redundant for you. All the other up. things I agree with. What did that leave me? Yeah. So you agree with my it? entire rating, and then you okay. didn't say a number. Oh, uh, four. I gave it a four. Also, Great. same reason. <laughs> you guys fucking suck. <laughs> scare factor, Mark. Scare factor. The movie. I don't want to say. I gave it a three. Fuck you guys. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but what units? A three of what units? <laughs> I gave it three thumbs up. No, Mark. I'm actually. I'm actually interested in that rating. You should explain. Uh, this is relatively disturbing. You see kids die, you get, you see people get their bodies ripped off, but there's like a substantial amount. It, it doesn't age well, I guess is what I'm going to nail it down I'm really for. happy there was a butt in your statement. Uh, there, well, that's what I'm saying is there is horror here, but it doesn't look particularly good. It doesn't, it wouldn't resonate with kids of the day, you know? Really? Yeah. I don't know. I think this might fuck some people up. I'm going back in order here. I gave it a four. You've already gone um, out of order. You changed the order, and now you're taking it back out of order. A back in order. And yeah. you just you by disagreeing with me, you only went a point higher. I'm taking taking back the night on the order of things. Um, and you gave it a four. And I gave it a four. I very much agree with you. I I actually think it is much the parts that are disturbing. Primarily, the first woman who gets electrocuted by the the fucking microchip. I love laser that face. is some fucked up shit, and that. Could screw a kid up, probably. So, but, so can little buddy, man. Yeah, little buddy, yeah. Little buddy gets so, fucked up. That's why I gave it but a five. there's too much stuff oh, going on in turn. between and other nonsense, so four. Jake, what's your score? Sorry, I shot my wad there. I gave it a five. Unsurprising. Yep. Um, this movie pulls no punches when it comes to fucking up children, either showing you or, at the end of the movie, making you feel like pretty much every kid just got mutilated brutally. I mean, all the consumer kids. Uh, their parents might have been consumers. What if you were gifted that mask, with... Mark? You're a second grader, you get gifted the mask by your parents who seem to be caring, and then you get killed brutally because they're of They're not look, caring if they're look. letting you leave the house in a clown no, bodysuit and a fucking skeleton one, mask. What about the kid who went out just in the pumpkin mask with an orange onesie? What about him? Yeah, here's, here's the thing, here's you guys. I was, I was the kid. I, I never had... A mask when I was a kid. My my Halloween costume was always homemade, so oh, I can't too. I can't identify with these kids. I would have me been a survivor. Too. My mom's a crazy good seamstress, so I was she's going nuts on custom costumes. Exactly, we would have been fine. I don't know about Jake. Jake probably. I was that. fine too. My grandma usually made me shit. There you go. Bang. All three Five of us though. very crafty. All three of our well, all three of our moms and families were very crafty. We are not very yeah. crafty. I can't do shit. I can barely I can fold paper. Tie together a few beer cans. Speaking of doing neck. shit, effects. Effects. Ooh. Or judicious lack thereof is our next category. Jake, you go first. Wow, we are just all over the place with the order, huh? Um, We're back in order. This is kind of a tale of two ratings. There were several things about this movie from a visual effects standpoint that I thought looked really good. Uh, primarily, we've already discussed them. They are the death scenes. 
I think to a certain degree, like some of the effects that were associated with the androids as well, we kind of touched on like the orange juice. I thought that was used a pretty good effect. Um, it was. And I like the cogs too. There were there were a lot. Anytime they implemented CG, it was terrible. So Bad. it it that that's a, a tale of two ratings. On top of that, I do think the sound effects were like middling at best but you had the sweet catchphrase like catchphrase of a song throughout the movie just like constantly there which is awesome and the rest of the score was legit and doesn't yeah no it really is so it's kind of a tale of two ratings both on the visual effects and the audio effects standpoint i'm gonna end up giving it a six just because the song gives it a little bit of a boost for me but it's not a high rating I'm giving it a six as well. Uh, I'm less impressed by the song than you are, oh, but I'm great. more impressed by the rest of the music. Um, I think the laser face woman looks fucking terrific, as do many of the deaths, and everything else doesn't look great. It's a six. It's above average, certainly. Barely. Mark? Barely. Uh, I gave it a five five stars out of ten stars. Shut up. Uh, I, I mostly agree with you guys. I think the practical stuff they did is relatively still good looking, but everything else has not aged well. A lot of the props haven't aged well. So I guess you could historically adjust this slightly upward, but I yeah, I think if you bring this out today, you gotta knock it a little bit for the effects. Alright. That's gonna bring us to overall. Mark, what's your overall score for your pick? Uh I gave it a four and a half. I Yeah. I think it's a well, don't yeah me. You're gonna give it a better score than you gave Halloween one. Maybe. <laughs> oh my god, no, you're trapped. You're trapped. No, I'm not. It's a lo- okay. You're trapped. I'll get to it when I talk. I, I I think this is just below an average horror movie. I like it. I think it gets a bad rap for being part of the Halloween franchise and not including Michael Myers, and I feel like that's unfair. But I also feel like it doesn't... Like, it's not a great movie. It's an alright movie that gets a un- like an unfair bad rap. So it's... Sure considered bad instead of just below average. So I'm giving it a below average rating because that's what it should be. Yeah, I actually agree with that. I'm giving it a six and it's a very tough rating for me. I I recognize, I think this is objectively a worse film than Halloween. I enjoy watching it a lot more. I don't particularly love the original Halloween. Um, I have a lot more fun watching this one. But this is also just bonkers with Stonehenge witches invading computers and androids like it's bananas it's not a great movie but it's a lot of fun I have a lot more fun watching it than I do the original Halloween I think I gave the original Halloween a six seven giving them the seven okay I recognize this is a worse film but I definitely like watching it more okay I'll be the hero this podcast needs uh I'm gonna give it a six and a half just so I can give it the highest rating of the three of us and I can give it a higher rating than I gave Halloween because I I think this is a better movie than Halloween, the original. Shit. I think every aspect of this is more entertaining, a uh, more interesting story. Wow. I can recognize what Halloween did for the genre, and I respect that, but I like this movie more, and I think that it took more risks and... Insane plot and everything? Insane plot and everything. Well, it definitely this, took more risks. To me, like, I, I appreciate what Halloween did, and it's a classic, but I think that this is a more enjoy enjoyable is a weird word but enjoyable experience in terms of what horror now is if you look back and you start pulling things from the hat i'll watch both halloween primarily just because it's a classic but this one because i actually like watching it more all right so where from where i sit right now this is a movie i would rather pull from the pile all right well that's that's very interesting because mark 
you've now given us the lowest rating. That means you're going to have to explain to us why you should not get drunk with your buddies and not watch this movie. Uh, yeah, this movie is... We didn't really touch on this. It has some significant pacing issues. There's... Not only are your drunken buddies going to be yelling about why there isn't any Michael Myers. I don't think that's really a fair criticism, no, so I'm not going to touch on it that yeah, much. But like that. They're also going to be kind of bored for most of the part. They're going to get no, all no. riled up when the kid dies and maybe when the other when the lady gets beheaded by the tire iron. But outside of that, you know, there's there's not a whole lot of stuff that you guys are really going to get riled up over here. It's it's really more of like a sort of a slow detective story. Is there a lot you're going to get riled up over in Halloween? Yeah. No, not really. I didn't oh, think so. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jake. Good then talk. why should you get drunk and watch this with your buddies? Because this is a bonkers, interesting movie that has some pretty mean deaths included in it. And like we've already mentioned during the episode, you haven't seen something like this within the context of the genre. So if you're with your buddies and you want to pull something out of the hat, like I was just alluding to, why not do something that is going to be wholly unique? And I think that's what this represents. And I'm just going to go in and throw in one more little like tip of the cap to these guys for trying to go a different direction and do something cool with their franchise because I appreciate it. It's just a shame that people didn't. I think that at this point, at least we're far enough removed that people are starting to see this for what it actually is, which is a unique little movie. And hopefully that'll lead to some both laughs, laughs and gasps. All right. Laughs and gasps. Okay. We're going for gas. The weird inflection upon which you ended that sentence. I'm gonna give it to you. Boo. This week. I think you made yeah. a better argument. Fuck yeah, wrong. Mark, fuck You're off. wrong, Jack. <laughs> um, but apart from that, I think uh, it's time for a little break and then maybe we'll come back in and figure out what the fuck movies we're watching next. Grab some moves. All right, so typically we uh, we go round robin, we draft the movies we're watching, but we are out of movies. It's uh, it's fucking Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody! And uh, but now we've watched our Halloween movies, we need something else to watch. So, Jake, how are yeah. we going about choosing our movies this time around? Uh, we enlisted the friends that we have on social media, Jack. Yes, we, we sent did. out a casting call of sorts. We were like, hey, and they came the fuck through. I got to tell you what. What recommendations do you have? And yeah got a lot of really interesting uh little suggestions so excited to pick through these yeah so i'm pretty stoked about this so what we did is we, we got what maybe 20 something recommendations for movies that we should watch and yes. uh they all came from different places we're gonna just go around the horn pick one movie each and yep just from this list it's kind of gonna be a free-for-all and i would like to say like these are we're gonna pick one each, so we have three for the month of November. Uh, we're going to keep some of these that, uh, if you if you did submit a recommendation, we're keeping these in the fold. So don't think we're not going to review it. It could still enter the rotation at some point here soon. Absolutely. Let's get after but, it. But uh, just one each. Yeah, so Jake, uh, have you... Yeah, I took the order? liberty of randomizing the order at which we're going to be doing the selection, a la a draft. Right. Mac, you're the first one. You get to go twice in a row. Congratulations. I wanted to go last. There's a lot of really good ones on here. Um, this is one, weirdly, that I've wanted to watch for quite a while. We're Don't I, take my pick. I'm definitely going to take your pick. I want to watch Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. Oh, okay. Ooh. No, that was, that was my backup pick. Okay, this Ooh, comes to us from Horror Junkies. Um, frankly, I've never seen Book of Shadows. When it came out, it was just universally panned. Uh, and yeah. I think it's gotten almost like... 
Season of the Witch, it's kind of gotten like a little bit of boost over the years. I've heard good things about it recently, weirdly. Uh, we love the Blair Witch around these parts, so yeah. let's watch the We love to the it. Blair Witch Project. We did not love the Blair Witch. Fair, fair. Good point. Yes. Yeah, and it is but worth noting. Yeah, it's worth noting that uh, Horror Junkies suggested we take a look at that and Blair Witch and kind of comment on how those were received as compared to the first. We're wholly incapable of doing two movies in one podcast. That sounds too hard for us. Look, well, here's the thing. We've already done our podcast on the original Blair Witch Project. No, Blair Witch. We have each independently seen Blair Witch and weighed in on it. Uh, as it's, part definitely of gonna Look, so it's definitely going to come up. So the Blair Witch 2 season, Book of Shadows, Season of Shadows, <laughs> will we'll present. We'll, I think we'll be able to talk about all three movies pretty well in one podcast. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're pretty good at being concise and like poignant. And pithy, and yes. Eloquent. Yeah. Uh, well spoken. In any case, those, Mark, I like the pick. All those I do like not sound like us. Jack, you were the lucky number two. Okay, uh, I'm gonna pick an interesting one here. This uh, this recommendation comes from uh, Jake, I believe, a Facebook uh, friend of ours. Yes, uh, named Kirsten. I'm picking hey, Kirsten. Starry Eyes. Ooh, yeah. Shout out to Kirsten. Thank you for recommending this. This is a movie that I haven't yet brought myself to sit down and watch. I've heard a lot of great things about it. I might have told some people I've seen it. Um, I might have told you guys I've seen it. Not sure. I have not yet seen it. I'm excited to see it. And um, this, we've talked about it in the past because this is the same group that rec- that uh, did the Valentine's Day short of holidays. Yes. Which I think we, well, I really liked. I don't know about you guys. You guys are idiots. It was one of my favorite ones of holidays. <laughs> okay. Good. There you go. So, pretty stuck to that pick. Thank you, Kirsten. Jake, that makes you third. Mark, I think Jake's going to pick. I'm pretty sure I know what he's going to pick. Do you think so? You yeah. don't. I know what you think I'm going to pick, and now I'm not going to pick it. Fuck. I think I know what he's going to pick, too. I have a second option that I think you might pick. Ooh, it's down to two. I have it down to two. I know. I think I know what he's going to pick. Mark, you think you know what Jake's going to pick. I think I know what Jake's going to pick. We've got this list of movies here. I smell a bet. I think this is going to oh be a bet. Oh, in my club, I will splash the pot whenever the fuck I please. Oh, oh, that's it. Gambling. <laughs> I have an amazing idea, Jack, and to Jake, an- both of you. How, how, how is this going to work, Mark? What are we going to do? Jake, do you have something near you you can write your movie down so there's not any shenanigans? Uh, Sure. Okay, I want you to write it down on something. We're doing this like carnival style, like guess okay. my weight carnival game style. Just wrote it down. You see the pen. It's done. I have it on paper. Pen. You just show me what you wrote down. Don't show <laughs> no more. No funny business. We're gonna. There are seven movies left that are available to be picked. Jack and I are each gonna pick three. If whoever drafts the winning movie, they win. They get to pick the what? movie for the other person. If neither of us, if the one movie that is left no, undrafted, no. hold oh. on. If the one movie that is left Ooh. undrafted is the one that you wrote down, then you get to pick a bad movie for both me and Jack. This is interesting. Okay. I'm on board for this. Okay. All right. First so, first pick. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Jake, uh, who is picking first? Can you randomize us again? I did. Mark, okay. is, Mark is the first pick. Again. Motherfucker. You're giving him the first. Again. It's a flip of He's going to get with the first pick. Excel gods. Uh, I'm sorry. Fuck. Fuck you. Okay. Okay. First pick. I'm going to go with At the Mouth of Madness, which was recommended to us by Death Dying and Other Things, Jason Buskey. Interesting. Justin Buskey. But Justin sure. Buskey. Sorry, yep. buddy. Um, yeah, no, Death Dying and Other Things, awesome podcast, good suggestions. I 
Mark. That was not going to be my first draft. Okay, so. good. All right, Mark. Good. I'm glad you didn't take my first pick uh, because I'm fuck you. To. My first pick uh, is Baskin. Uh, I think that is Jake's pick. That was what I would pick first. It's just the right answer. Uh, Mark, what's your second draft? Okay. Jake is a sucker for classic <laughs> horror movies. We have another one in the bucket here that I think might be a little too obvious, but I'm going to go for it anyway, just in case. I think he might have picked Carrie, the original 1976 version. Not the made-for-TV movie that came out when I was in high school. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, I think I'm going to go with an oddball pick for my second pick of the draft. I'm going to go with Oculus. Um, I know, Mark, this is one you and I talk about a lot, and Jake is very rarely willing to... I think maybe... He wants to be as cool as us. He wants to get a part of this crew to talk about Oculus a lot. I hope um, you're right. I desperately hope you're right, because I've been wanting to review that movie with you guys for quite a while. So, yeah, my second pick is Oculus. Mark, Kay. yourself. That's bold. Um, I'm going to go... Frankly, I don't know what this movie is. Uh, so, you know, wild card. I'm going to guess Habit, which was recommended to us by uh, My Neighbors Are Dead podcast. Love them. They do a great, like, improv thing back and forth. Habit? Question mark? Okay. Question mark. Interesting. Interesting. And I think my last pick is going to go with one I think Jake's seen pretty recently. And I think he's got some recency bias going on. I'm going to go with Quarantine. as my third pick. Okay. There you have it. Jake, did we draft it? Drum roll that I'm sure I'll forget to insert. What did you pick? So which one of you thinks you got it right? Me. Bam, this guy. Okay. Do you want me to just show the camera? Ooh, that's should we, great. Should we for leave an audio the listener podcast. in fucking limbo here? Yeah. And then just cut Nobody'll... just cut to black. Nobody'll react. You still haven't. I still can't see it. Oh shit, it's the one neither respect, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> Jake's pick was found footage three D. I picked found recommended footage. Recommended to us day, by My 3D. Neighbors Are Dead. That also was uh that was gonna be my dead. number four pick, just for the record. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a recent as you could guess found footage movie we will be watching it and now i get to pick both of you a movie to watch i hate this i hate that this happened. do we have to watch the same movie or are they separate movies oh they can be I separate think we should have to watch they're the separate i had assumed oh. it was going to be separate movies yep okay they're gonna be separate so you're gonna have to <clears throat> bear with me for just a second all right me too jake have you fucking picked the movies we have to watch yet i have all right who should I go with first? Who gets the I hate this first? already. Give Jack his first. I'll brace myself. So let me let me start by saying that you're both lucky because I just did a cursory check and both of your movies are available on YouTube. Wow. Oh, no. So you don't have to be. pay for that. I feel like that's a really bad sign. That's not good news. Um, Unless it's Never Hike Alone. So, no, I did not give you Never Hike Alone. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I'm going to give you the movie, the year, and then like one phrase about the movie. That's it. Okay. Give me the movie. Who am I starting with? You? You're going to give me the movie, the year, and a phrase. I just need the movie. Jack, you've been known to like monster movies. That's like true. Big old monster movies. How about one as big as a battleship? Is it Battleship? Battleship can't be available. You're going to watch 1957's The Giant Claw. I'm actually pretty on board for this. All right. Yeah. Let's see how you like it when you watch it. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what this fucking Good. Movie Don't look is. at it. Just go in blind. All right. Okay. All right. So All right. Mark, are you ready? Yes. 
No. <laughs> you're watching I'm a 19 no. you're watching a 1979 movie so it's more recent. Good. It's okay. actually there is someone who is playing a relatively significant role in this movie who is in another movie which is one of my favorites of all time. That was cryptic. This is not one of my favorites of all time. Is Danny Trejo in this? Is is fucking George the Clooney movie, in this movie? The movie the movie you're watching is called Prophecy. Okay. And all I will say is Mutant <laughs> Bear. <laughs> Sweet. That sounds awesome. Sure it does. I'm sold on this. Okay. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Just yeah, you wait. You will. I'm sure you will. Those are the movies all you guys right. have to watch. Giant Claw, Jack, Prophecy, Mark. I tried all to right. give Mark since... a treatment similar to what I gave Jack last time. He lost a bet. With them fucking manatees. Great. Jesus Christ. Guys, Jake... I've done some math in my head while Jake was taking his fucking sweet time selecting out weird-ass movies from the before times. <laughs> this might blow your mind. It won't. There are four weeks in November, and we oh, only shit. chose three movies. Can that possibly be true? Can well, we Thanksgiving group- happens, and then you just kind of lose track of time because you overgorge and you get all well, fat and tryptophanny. You know, you guys probably were like basing it this all on, on on metric months and stuff like that that only have like three weeks in it, and each week is made of three of uh, ten days or something like that. That seems right. Metric months is definitely what factored into my head. Yeah, so that term was just running running through my head like that pickup line. Ten months a year, a hundred days a month. Three, 500 a day three that's rich. weeks a month that's rich yeah nailed it so mark as i understand you you're suggesting we pick a fourth film from these recommendations yes i am yes i, I am. like that in addition like to that. let's recap real quick we picked blair witch 2 book of shadows starry eyes and found footage 3d in addition to that let's pick one more from this list really round right. ourselves out this is tough <laughs> this is kind of tough uh i'll tell you guys this I've seen Baskin before, mm-hmm. uh, but not in the state where I really got to properly watch it. There was too much other stuff going on, and I, I didn't really give it a fair shake, and I still fucking liked it a whole fucking lot. And this is one with subtitles, so this is one I'm very Turkish. interested in revisiting. Here's the thing about movies with subtitles. <laughs> uh, you have to be sober enough to be able to read the subtitles. I mean, that's not that high a bar. Like, I get that it is a bar. <laughs> and, and a legitimate Apparently one. it's a high bar. <laughs> okay. I I would suggest either of the two classicos in this list, uh, which is Mouth of Madness or Carrie. I'm, I'm on board for At the Mouth of Madness. Here's the I, thing about Carrie. Mouth of Madness. I, I've never actually seen it, and there is a video game coming out based on, not this movie, but the book itself, At the Mouth you, of Madness. You haven't seen it. No, I have not seen it at the Mount of Madness. You both said you're on board that's... with it. You haven't seen it. Let's fucking watch the thing. I like that. And plus, look, my favorite book is at the Mountains of Madness, and this okay. is loosely based on that. Uh, I mean, it's at the mouth of the Mountains book. of Madness. I mean, it is. This is a Lovecraftian film. It I is. Think that's inarguable. It is going to be reviewed by us. I feel like that's, that's pretty incontrovertible at this point. Death, dying, and other things coming through with the fourth suggestion. Yeah, so thank you everyone for your suggestions. In November, we're going to be reviewing Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows, courtesy of Horror Junkies, Starry Eyes, courtesy of Kirsten over on Facebook. Thank you. Found Footage 3D from My Neighbors Are Dead and At the Mouth of Madness from Death, Dying, and Other Things. Thanks a lot, guys. Those are going to be a hell of a wide swath to review, frankly. About time we got some variety on this podcast. That's your fault, Mark. Yeah, probably.
You're the one who chose the found footage movie. Because <laughs> you didn't. I had to fucking get the variety back in there. <laughs> I choose first. Right. If I choose first, how am I responsible for lack of variety? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> uh, this, this is the right time to get the fuck out of here. This has been episode 62 of the A to Z Whorecast. Check out everything we have going on. Head over to A to Z Whore.com. That is with a hyphen, not a two, because we are really good at things. As Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, to check out everything else going on over at the Phantom Podcast Network, head on over to downrightcreepy.com slash phantom. And if you guys want to hang out with us on social, it's a pretty good place to find us throughout the weeks. That's either on Facebook or Twitter. Those links are going to be down there in the description below. And if you really want to help the podcast out, Head over to Apple Podcasts or whatever podcasting app you use. Give us a like, a review, a rating. And if you really want to help us, share it. Just tell someone about it, anyone who likes horror. Believe it or not, that actually really does help. As always, the music's been coming at you from space. That is space without the A. And next week, we're picking it up in November with these recommended reviews. We're first going to be taking a look at the kind of forgotten Blair Witch, Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. So until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Have a great week, everybody. You figure that a rustler is kind of like a sheep in the hen house situation.